Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, is Mr. Mark. hey Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How We're talking doing? about your boy today, Ooh. Batman. And with us today is Justin. Ju- Justin? Just- no, Justin? No, Justin. No, Justin. That's all right. He's got stuff to do. We all have lives. I understand. We miss you, Justin. Come back soon. <laughs> but... The focus of today's podcast is the Batman, and I don't mean a character bio. Uh, I don't mean uh, comic books for him. We're talking about the newest iteration of Batman that's still in production. We want to talk about kind of the plot, some of the cast that's been uh, announced, and where we think it might be going. Absolutely. The is that 2021 accurate? film. Yeah, 2021 the Batman. I think the working title is Batman Vengeance. Did I read that somewhere? Maybe. <laughs> See, I, I read somewhere that Matt Reeves said it would just be called The Batman. Right. And I don't know how true that is, but, you know, you never know with these movies. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm, could be mm-hmm. doing a whole secret title, and then when they do the trailer, the first trailer drop, which we will react to, mm. oh, I can't wait to see it. The only thing I've seen so far, I think, is what everybody's seen is the stills and the the little one minute video of mm-hmm. Pattinson in the bat suit, the little wrap around in red where it yeah. looked like Daredevil. Yeah, it looked good. It did look good. It looked really good. Um, but we had some news bites we wanted to jump into before we got into yeah. the Batman, especially some DC related news bites. Yeah, and I think that's a prop. Mm. That's short for appropriate listeners at home, just so you're all aware. That appropriate. Mm. Moving on. Yes. Okay. Actually, let's start with a Batman-related topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBO Max has announced that the Zatch Snyder cut of Justice League will be released on HBO HBO Max in 2021. That far out? Why so long? Because uh, from what I read, it hasn't been edited. Mm. All the footage is still green screen in the background. Siri, you're not a part of this podcast. Get out of here, Siri. Shut up, Siri. We don't need a third person that bad. (laughs) You're not Justin. (laughs) And you never were. But, um, yeah, supposedly, like, this footage exists, but it hasn't been edited. And I guess HBO threw out the money to to Warner Brothers to say, all right, let's do this. There has been crazy, rabid clamoring for a Zack Mm -hmm. Snyder cut, which kind of annoys me, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm DC... 
you've already put out a Justice League movie. Absolutely. You put your stamp on it. This is the Justice League. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And now this whole thing of, well, the Schneider cut is so much better. Dude, why'd you put the movie out then? Yeah, if the Snyder Cut is better, it would have been released in theaters. Right. If it's that good, I mean, I understand he had family issues. Believe me, I get it. I'm not saying he should have stayed and finished the movie. Mm -hmm. I'm saying if you're DC, you kind of look like a joke to me because you're like, here's our movie, here's our guys, here's our, as the way I interpret it as just a casual fan, here's our answer to the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Here's we're gonna put out the Justice League. This is our big team up movie of all our biggest properties, minus Green Lantern and and a couple others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is it. Yeah. Well, from memory, the problems between DC and Zack Snyder started way before he had to step away for personal reasons, because there were all kinds of reports on rewrites and clashing and creative differences and use of characters they weren't allowing and rewrites, and it was just an ongoing scenario where just things were changed. And it yeah. was almost Zach Snyder was saying that the movie is almost unrecognizable because to of all the changes they had to make. And then they finally made that decision. He went through some horrible family situations and they brought in Joss Whedon in literally the last minute to finish it up and kind yeah. of tie it all together. Which and they, another thing that they probably thought, hey, Joss Whedon, Let's there's get the a Avengers big name. Guy. Let's get him. And, and not that Joss Whedon isn't great and not that Zack Snyder isn't great, but their visions are completely different. I, to I, me, Joss Whedon adds a lot of comedy mm-hmm. and some silliness to stuff, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. And it helped out so much for, for Marvel yeah. and for Avengers. But this seems like... So here's a little bit that I looked up on the Google uh, without playing the Google song. Oh, I'm sorry. It's my favorite part. I know. Uh, HBO Max is going to, as you said, pr- do this in 2021. And they dropped... 20 million i believe good for Lord. Zack snyder to 20 million plus to get his justice league cut and from what i'm seeing here it looks like he's getting the band back together he's getting everyone to come back in for reshoots yeah wow he's got gal gadot ben affleck um i don't see superman well Okay. Oh, those oh never mind those two are adding their voices to twitter saying they want to show that movie yeah I'm thinking part of this is one of the reasons Batman is not Ben Affleck anymore. Yes. Well, okay, so spoiler alert, possible spoiler alert for the uh, Zack Snyder cut. There were three pillars that were apparently taken out of this movie. Mm. One was the inclusion of the Green Lantern in a more... Obviously, you see that little bit of footage during a battle back in the day. Um, So it was that. It was Dark Side. He was supposed to be the main villain. Yeah, not... Yeah, he was... In the last... Uh, in the third act of the movie, boom, tunnel, here comes Dark Side. That guy was just uh, my herald or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. And then... Steppenwolf. We, yes, Steppenwolf. Uh, and Who then was a of, CGI joke in that movie? Oh, my goodness. It was nothing but gray mass. Yeah. Like, and, it was just... It was ridiculous. And the and, actor that plays him is phenomenal. He does great voice work. I love him as a performer, but... It's There's just something about with... DC's villains that fall apart. The Wonder yeah. Woman, Ares in the Wonder Woman movie, going all the way up into the first two acts, I thought he was great. Yeah. As soon as he took that form and just turned into a gray CGI monster, I'm just like, I've lost all interest in this Yeah, character. I don't care anymore. So. And the guy, another story of the actor playing him being great. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor, that guy. I forget his name off the top of my head. but um, Oh, and the third pillar is uh, Black Suit Superman. Yeah. So we'll probably... 
Zack Snyder's released photos of black suit Superman on that weird social media site that nobody uses anymore, like Vero or whatever it's called. Huh. He's like a he's like a paid endorser of that site. <laughs> but um, so that's I. That's I mean, huge. I want to see it. I'll I'll see it. I'm yeah. not a huge Zack Snyder fan. I'm just I'm really not. He doesn't rate my kind of movies. So when I found out he was doing all this, I'm like, yeah, okay. But I'll watch it. But all these stars who who kind of feel like this f- film flopped, not well, not flopped. Six hundred sixty-eight million worldwide. I think. Oh yeah. The, the record I saw. It's huge. It's wildly successful. But the 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 fans kind of reacting the way they did. They're like, no, no, this isn't the movie we signed on for. So I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. I if he can go full bore with his vision, because this yeah. movie was kind of a an amalgamation of of both of their visions. So if I can see his full vision, whether it's good or bad, at least it's his solid vision of how everything should be. And it's gonna. I'm assuming it's out of canon. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Because that portion of the DCEU is nearly dead. We just have a Wonder Woman movie coming out. Yeah. Everything else is separate, so it's not going to change the timeline. And it's um, you know. It, Maybe it's redemption for them. Maybe that movie comes out and it's fantastic and it rekindles some things. That movie was supposed to be the beginning of something, but it ended yeah. up being somewhat of the end. And it was supposed so. to be really dark. It's supposed yeah. to be a really dark movie, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel that way at the end. No, because you can tell the scenes. Literally, it's a lighter movie by the color grading mm-hmm. on the scenes that Joss Whedon reshot. Yeah, you can tell. So and and uh, the scene in the very beginning. With Henry Cavill. Hey, there it is. <laughs> when you could tell that he had that crazy mustache oh, that they CGI'd off his mustache face. gate. <laughs> it was bad. It, it was, was really ba- bad. Because I didn't know that. And then I look at him in that scene and I go, what is going on with his face? I've seen Snapchat filters that look better than that. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, not good. So, yeah. I mean, I could talk about this all day. But we can save that for our Justice League episode when this comes out in yeah. 2021. There you go. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, I got an email the other day from DC Universe, which I'm not a subscriber of, but uh, somehow I ended up on their email list. Stargirl Season 1 is available on DVD and Blu-ray. Aww. Which is double news for me, because one, it's available on DVD and Blu-ray. Two, it's out. Didn't even know. <laughs> How, it's already out of the streaming service and the whole DVD is already for sale? Yep. Oh. It, th- that caught me by surprise. That catches me <laughs> by surprise, too. Normally, you let things ride for a little bit, try to get some some love on your streaming service before you just pop it out on no, DVD. It, I feel like it's been like two weeks. Well, there you go, DC on... fans. There's absolutely no reason for you to get the streaming service. Just go buy the DVD if you're a big Stargirl fan. Yeah, and I have a feeling that DC Universe is just going to go by the wayside in the next couple of weeks with the release of HBO Max, which is owned by the parent company, Yeah, and all their content being moved over. Why would you pay for two things? Yep. Hopefully Swamp Thing shows up on there. It, I think it will. I there because Doom Patrol is going to be on there, and that was in the same. There you go. Doom, so. I was checking uh, if you checked our YouTube. I was watching Swamp Thing clips on that thing, <laughs> just watching it. Going, I see all these liked videos. Why on was our YouTube nobody account? watching this? I can't wait to watch it. I'm Me too. very interested. It in looks it. really good, and and you know it was that's another story for another time. But anyway, you said you had other news to talk about as well. Oh, uh, okay. So Batwoman. From the yes. DC uh, CW series has stepped down after season one. <laughs> Ruby, I almost said Ruby Riot, but that's the wrestler Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Uh, she, I thought it was Ruby Riot too, <laughs> from NXT and WWE. Uh, she uh, played Batwoman in season one. They renewed for a season two, and she went, "No thanks." Yep, I'm out. Which I've never seen a Warner Brothers contract where you can just dip out on season two of a show, but 
something must have happened where the, she just does not want to do it. The images I've seen from that show, so I, I can't rightfully judge it, but it looks silly. It does look silly. It looks ridiculous. And so I've never I can seen see it either, so. somebody with her uh, quotation mark star caliber. She uh, was in Fast and Furious. Compared to other actors, and she was in John Wick too, as well. That's true. I mean, she was in Orange is the New Black. That and was she's her good. big She's very thing. talented. I right. was really excited when she got cast, but there's just something about that Arrowverse that just doesn't draw me in anymore. I know we talked about it a few episodes ago. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just it doesn't pull me in, no matter what character they decide to use. So I'm interested to see how try, how close they try and cast and, and who, the replacement. Yeah, who picks up the mantle of yeah. that woman. Do they go with an unknown who possibly won't leave them for season three if it happens? <laughs> you have to sign a 10-year contract. Yeah. You have to sign a four-season contract. That would be ridiculous. That wouldn't happen. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous if they had five seasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, maybe they've got enough Batwoman content for that. Maybe? Yeah. We shall see. I, I, I could care less, honestly. Yeah, Batwoman do. does not draw me in. No. I do, I'm sorry. I, the I mean, Batman there are usually does. Yeah. It, if they did anything in that universe Batman related, I don't think I'd be in. If they did a, a Robin suit. Titans. Tit I never watched Titans. Yeah. I'm a huge Batman fan. The whole Bat family. I just There's something about these shows that just I might, don't grab me. I might buy into a Red Hood series. Okay. I could see that. Jason Todd. Or a Red Hood gang series. Yeah. Oh. There you go. little crime drama. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I would buy into that. Um I mean, I don't know. I just or uh, a very well done Catwoman series, maybe. Mm. Not a Halle Berry driven Catwoman. If they start doing series on HBO Max yeah. with a budget, I think maybe that would kind of draw me in because you can just tell the difference in budget between an HBO series and a CW series. Yep. Those CW series are just so tainted in my head, and I can just look at them and tell they're part of that. So maybe if they can move forward from that, figure out something that deserves a larger budget and uh, move forward with that, maybe I can get back on board and it could pull me back in. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Best of luck to them. Yeah, good luck, the Batman. DCU, and the, more specifically the Batverse, as I'm going to adopt right now, the Batverse. Trademark, copyright. TM. <laughs> That's a verbal trademark. You have to honor it until the end of time. Um, so wh what's up? We diving into the Batman here? Let's dive into the Batman. Let's dive into the Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Pattinson, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I saw this when he was first announced, and he actually came out and said he didn't think he was going to get the part because mm -hmm. so many people were coming out and saying that he was going to be Batman. He thought that was going to disqualify him from the part because of all the rumors, mm -hmm. and people were asking him, are you the Batman? He's like, no, I'm not. Stop saying that. Just I want I'm to be the Batman. Batman shirt carrying the stack of Batman comics <laughs> I everywhere just, I go. I want to be the Batman. Please don't take this from me. TMZ News. Bum, bum, bum. Right. And and um, good for him. I, and the reason I bring that up when I first heard about it is because when I first heard that Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker, I was like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. A Knight's Tale? Yeah. Brokeback Mountain? Ten Things I Hate About You? Is that the right movie? I think so. Sounds right. Let's go with it. Yeah. It's canon now. Heath Ledger is going to be the Joker? Mm -hmm. This is this is a joke, right? Ha ha. Mm -hmm. And then you see that first trailer. I was in another movie. I don't even remember what the movie was, but I remember that trailer where they show the bank robbery 
And then at the end, he takes off that mask and says, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger. And then they played his laugh after that. And I was like, well, sold. I'm in, baby. I just pre-ordered my tickets. Let's go. And that is why I will never judge an actor uh, before I've seen it. I know. Well, so we'll get into a lot of this because we have the whole cast to look at and all the rumors yeah. to look at. But. Robert Pattinson is the only thing I am cautious about because mm-hmm. I've never really seen his work before. I've heard The Lighthouse is amazing. I haven't watched it. It's on my list to watch. But I've watched 15 minutes of Twilight <laughs> and turned it off. Yeah. Um, uh, I just, I can't not see that. So it's hard for me to kind of digest him as one of the most iconic superheroes of all time. Mm. So I don't know. Uh I have read the Twilight books because mm-hmm. I was a big reader and everybody was freaking out. I was like, I'll read them. Yeah. I read them. I've seen the movie. I've seen a couple other movies with Pattinson in them. I know he was in, was it Water for Elephants? He was, and my wife loves that one. She wanted me to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he Don't was also in a 9 11 movie. Oh. I'm not going to put her on. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I could have said no. I could have struggled, but I love her so much. Um, <laughs> uh, she I he's, I've heard a lot of wonderful reviews about the lighthouse, but that kind of movie just doesn't really grab me. So I wasn't really planning on watching it. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm I like, love Willem looks Dafoe, good. but an yeah. hour and 45 minutes of brooding in black and white. I'm like, eh, I'll get to yeah. it when I get to it. Looks good. Sure. It's great. Um, I, it doesn't, photography's great. Doesn't want to get me in there. It's great on national geographic as well. My thing about Pattinson is I think he's an extremely talented actor. Okay. I want to see, does he have the physicality to play Batman? Supposedly, he's been taking jujitsu classes regularly since the day he signed on. Yep. I've uh, heard that too. Just, As has every other actor <laughs> that was ever hired for a physical role of all time. Unless your name is Dolph Lundgren and you're eight feet tall and you're just naturally a bad boy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, Dolph, I love okay, you. Okay, so when... The last Batman before this, Ben Affleck, when he was cast. Batfleck. Batfleck. I was over the moon happy. Yeah. Everybody else was not. I, it seemed like. Yeah. I was with you on that one. Because I'm like, this guy loves Batman. Mm-hmm. It's been his lifelong dream to play Batman. Yep. Let him do it. And this movie actually started off as Ben Affleck's Batman movie. So, and then he went through all those personal troubles and he went through all those arguments with DC over creative. Yep. And I really would like to find the script to that one day. Yeah. Because what he was working on based on the interviews he's done since then sounds amazing. So this seems like it takes little pieces of that. Yeah. And we'll get into it, but not that full idea. And the discussion was as they set up at the end of Justice League having Deathstroke show up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, ooh. People mm-hmm. have been wanting to see a good Slade Wilson for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And Joe Manganiello. Perfect. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll watch this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it kind of did die. Yeah. And they had a very older, you know, Slade Wilson too. Gray hair, gray eye patch. Which is, that's how I envision Classic him. Slade yeah. Wilson, which would have been perfect to match up against an older Ben Affleck as an aging Batman. I like the idea of older superheroes because people in our age age range have grown up with these heroes, so they've been with us for a while, so it feels like they're older. Like in this movie, it's going to be a young Batman. It's going to be like a Batman year one. 
which I'm like, okay, that's for somebody else. That's not for me. That's fine. Not mm-hmm. everything needs to be for me. But I like the idea of older superheroes and the things they're going through as becoming older superheroes. Yeah. Especially somebody like Batman, who's not a metahuman. He's not a superhuman. He's not a mutant. He's just a guy. I thought they showed that pretty well, actually, in Justice League, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they showed how he was taking the lumps and groaning when he was putting the armor and taking you know, mm-hmm. off, you know what He's I mean? Got I broken like, ribs man, and oh, man. beat up. And- when you see an older superhero like mm-hmm. that, um, if your name isn't Superman, they just look like the stakes are higher. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an older guy. I can't bang like I used to. And then you see them still throwing themselves in there. Mm-hmm. It kind of puts the audience in a, oh, man, I don't know if he can take this. <laughs> exactly. Like, back in the day, yeah. yeah. Prime Superman yeah. or Batman, absolutely. It reminds me of the Frank Miller run, what is it, uh, Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. where he's just he's getting dressed, and he's like, oh, my God. He's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I'm done. I'm old. I'm yeah. beat up. I, I got can't bad be this knees. Guy. I got bad joints. And now you see young Pattinson. How old is Robert Pattinson? Let's take a look. I'd say at least 60. Here it is. Oh, we're going to Google it. We're going to Google this guy. He's 34 years old. He's born on May 13th, 9886. All right. Happy that's belated that. birthday, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Happy belated B-Day, my man. I say B-Day, Robert. You get it. You get it. He gets it. Happy B-Day. When B-day. he listens, he'll be like, thanks, Jack. The B-Man gets it. Appreciate he gets it. B-Day. Yeah. Um, 34. 34, okay. Which I'm 34, and I feel that way sometimes. <laughs> Maybe we do have an older Batman, but Out based working on millennial <laughs> Outworking in the yard, I'm just kind of like, I can't do this oh, anymore. I got up off the couch too fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Games of is that a fart are so much more high stakes as you're 34 as opposed to when you're 24. All right, Robert Pattinson, maybe you got some miles on you. Yeah, but no no, I think you know, he's a young Hollywood actor. He's going to mm-hmm. do fine. And I don't buy that he's going to be old and tired. And one thing when looking at the plot for this movie, if you don't mind me saying, okay. The basic plot. You can find this on Google. It's all over the place. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's election year in Gotham, and someone is killing off mayoral candidates one by one, leaving riddles behind each murder. Okay, leaving riddles. We know... It's the penguin. Yeah, obviously... (laughs) Obviously, it's Alfred. (laughs) Alfred's really good at riddles. No, but I don't think they've ever done Riddler really a lot of good justice. In the video games, though, like in some of the Arkham games, Mm -hmm. ooh, Riddler was good. Oh, yeah. And in... This movie, he's played by Paul Dano, mm-hmm. which I've seen from like, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, and I'm trying to think of what else he's been in. He's been in some stuff recently. 12 Years a Slave, I believe. Hmm. I, you're asking the wrong guy. Sh- do we dare? <laughs> do we dare Google it? Okay, so Paul Dano was finally announced as the Riddler, yeah, yeah. and uh, Jonah Hill was actually creating a very large social media campaign yeah. trying to get that role. And there's some of the Riddler. No. Oh, of the Riddler? Yes. So Jonah Hill was fighting to get the Riddler. Uh-huh. And I have a theory on what happened based on all the little jabs he's put out there to DC. I'm yeah. pretty sure he went in as the Riddler and they went, You look more like a penguin to me. Yeah. And he went, No, no, I, I want to be the Riddler. And no, like, no, I want to be the Riddler. But you built like the penguin. He's like, No, 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 I'll lose weight. But you look like the penguin. Yeah. And he's like, I'm out. <laughs> yep. First of all, it's Jonah Hill. Yeah. To me, if I'm a director or a producer or a whatever, and Jonah Hill is clamoring for the part that I've got, I'm like, all right, Jonah, I'm, I'll let you do it. You want to be Riddler? 
Let's hear the pitch. And he's I, like, uh, uh, yeah. No, I, I, that's me. <laughs> when In my movie studio, my fictitious movie studio, <laughs> where I get paid to make awesome movies. But this kid, Paul Dano, is a great actor. I, I don't think he'll have a problem with him at all. And I think he plays the right amount of crazy. You think so? To okay. be Edward Nigma. So what have you seen Paul Dano in? Like, what's recognizable? There's a movie where he is in it with Lee, uh, Hugh Jackman, where he is a local psychopath, and I think it's this one, Prisoners. Prisoners. A local psychopath. Yeah, no, no. He, had, he I think, uh, kidnaps and, and is accused of, I won't get into the plot details, but Hugh Jackman thinks this guy has killed his son. Okay. And there's clearly something very wrong with him. He is also in Will There Be Blood, which is an insane movie. And so he he's plays played a, psycho weirdos before, so he, it's right up his alley. He's very uh, he's very charismatic. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut off your plot with my little Riddler side jab there. Do you want to? That was it. That was it? Okay. That was it. And that's just it just says basic plot. So so the way they are um, they're playing that up is that Riddler's going to be our bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. But also, there's a lot of bad guys. There's a lot of bad guys. Carmine Falcone mm-hmm. is in here, played by... John Turturro. The Jesus. <laughs> I love John Turturro. <laughs> I saw he was going to be Carmine Falcone, and I was like, let's go. <laughs> I was... Okay, so they talked about the funeral scene. I was looking at the IMDb cast listing, yeah. and there's... Which uh, is what I'm looking at right now. There's, If you look at the bottom of the list, it's Funeral Mourner. Yeah. Funeral mourner. Mm-hmm. VIP funeral mourner. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Somebody paid extra. I'm like, that's the guy with the tear running down his face with the close-up. Yep. VIP <laughs> mafia family funeral guest. <laughs> that's something to put on the resume. Not okay. only was I a mourner, but when I we the look best at, the, at what I do. Yeah, right. The look at cast of villains. We also have Oswald Cobblepot. Speaking of the mm. penguin mm-hmm. and he is played by jonah hill oh wait no he's, no, not. he's not he's played by somebody who i would not think in a million years when i think of oswald cobblepot he's jumping from the sony marvel universe to the dcu yeah. from Colin bullseye Farrell. from bullseye to the penguin are you kidding me <laughs> and again i i can't do this because that dude is talented. He is a great he is. actor. He really is. He's been in some great things. He's been in some terrible movies. Looking at you, Alexander. But um, he's also been in some great movies. Well, here's the thing, too, because there are so many villains in this. Colin Farrell has gone out to say, I'm playing a different kind of penguin. Yep. Okay, let's just hope that means physically. But two, he's only filmed a few scenes for it, and that's yeah. really all he's going to be he's not gonna. He's not a big point of it. I, I did read that as well. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's... That's a little side introduction. Yep. Maybe we could branch off in that if this works out well, if this builds a little bit of a universe, but okay. Yeah, and we also have Peter Sarsgaard, who I don't think I've ever seen really play a good guy in any movie mm-hmm. ever, and he is playing District Attorney Gil Coulson. Gil Coulson. I personally don't know who that is. I don't know if that's a character actually pulled over or something just made for this. Yeah. I'm not I was sure. hoping you might know. No, I've never heard of Gil Coulson, so don't at me. But uh, actually, to be in that same range, there was somebody rumored for this movie. It was Daniel Craig mm-hmm. as Harvey Dent. Ooh, could you How imagine? How perfect is that? Could How? you imagine? So even if it's a 30-second cameo with something to promise in the long run, I'll go yeah. for that in a, um, in a minute. We also have Jeffrey Wright playing James Gordon. Which, oh, I love Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. 
I'm a, I love him so much. I'm a much. big fan of Jeffrey uh, Wright's. He was good in The Hunger Games, too. I've never he's seen The Hunger Games, which in, I've been yelled at by Jennifer <laughs> to watch. But um, oh, I'm, Jennifer's his agent. Yes. Yeah. It's actually, I renamed Siri to Jennifer, so yeah. my phone just right. tells me to watch movies exactly. all the time. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Westworld fan, and yep. seeing him cast in this, I'm just like, that's... The way he delivers, it's perfect. It's He's absolutely perfect, perfect for Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, J. T., uh, yeah, J. T. Simmons really fought to get this role again because he really didn't get a fair shake in Justice nope, League. He certainly didn't. But DC, which he did a fantastic job. I thought he did really good. Me too. But DC just went plain slate. Sorry. Yeah. We can't. Hey man, we we're not pulling anything from that. So I hope he gets something somewhere else. I was happy to see him back in the Spider-Man movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're back at it there. At least he has something going on, and we get to see his face on screen. But Oh, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, I could yeah. all day I could just smile about that casting. Um, the casting that I'm the most excited for in this whole movie is not Pattinson, not Jeffrey Wright, not John Turturro. I know who this not is. Not Colin Farrell. It's Andy freaking Circus. Yes, sir. As Alfred Pennyworth. Like I, I was like, oh, oh man, that's gonna be perfect. <laughs> It is the so voice, perfect. his mannerisms. He is such a great actor, and for him to take this big of a part in a Batman series, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's always Batman and Alfred. Yeah, and he's locked in for whatever they do with this yeah. iteration of Batman. He's locked in, and hit. Okay, so I loved him as Claw mm-hmm. in Marvel in the MCU. I thought it was kind of dumb that they axed him so early, but when, go on. When they axed him, I'm like, oh, like yeah. you could have gotten so much more out of that yeah. character, but. Okay, fine. Yep. So not only was he Claw in the MCU, he's going to be Alfred Pennyworth in the DCU, but also in the Sony Cinematic Universe, he's directing Venom 2. Oh. So he has his like hand in everything. That's amazing. So good for him. He's a very talented guy. He is. And um, he did the motion capture stuff early and then kind of eased into the acting part where he was actually on camera. For what? Well, he did a lot of motion capture. Oh, like in movies in general. Yeah, he, yes. he he's the he ape guy. He played Caesar. Yeah, he's the ape guy. He's played like eight he different played King, apes. He played King Kong. Mm-hmm. He played Caesar. He played Gollum. Yeah, yeah. guy's talented. For so, sure. And then when he's flipped over to on screen, I'm like, this guy's fantastic. Like, he's great. Like, yeah. I can see him in anything. And his portrayal of Claw was different, but I, I bought into it. I yeah. liked it. I liked that character on screen. I and liked I, his interactions with uh, Wanda Maximoff. Mm-hmm. And Ultron and Quicksilver, I forget. I think it's Petro Maximoff. Yes. I loved that. It, and when he came back for Black Panther, I was like, this is going to be great. I thought he was going to be like the cockroach of the MCU where he just yeah, sh- yeah. He scurries in, gets what he can, and scurries out of a movie real yep. fast. And I, I would be those. very happy to see that. Me too. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Yep. Sorry. Spoiler alert. But we're, we're missing one big... Um, Number two on the list? Yeah. One big casting that... I don't know much about, but reading the reviews of this young lady, spoiler alert, playing Selena Kyle, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, which, uh, oh, God, I've seen her in something. I can't remember what it is. Oh, bam! (laughs) And there's the Google song. Okay. Zoe Kravitz, ladies and gentlemen, was in Mad Max Fury Road. That's the one. She was also in X Men First Class. No, nope. did not know that. We're gonna didn't turn know this that either. Down. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, let's see, what else has she really been in here? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, she was also in Gemini. 
The Lego Batman movie as Catwoman. That's right. Okay, yeah. She did voice Catwoman, Selena Kyle, in that movie. Yeah. And she's also Jason Momoa, Aquaman's daughter-in-law. Aww. So they have an Aquaman, Catwoman Christmas every year, and that's where I want to be. You think stepdaddy Aquaman made a call or two? I think so. Yeah. He had a very nice, long-written uh, Instagram yeah. post when she got cast. She was also in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. She, she played Mary Jane. Wow, all right. Did not know that. But they say she's got fantastic acting chops, and I think she's going to be great. Here's one thing that I found, because I tried to research a little bit mm -hmm. of uh, Selena Kyle's history, people that have played Catwoman. Um, I'm so sorry, typing it in here so I can get her name right, because I read about this woman, and I was Julie like- Julie Newmar. Oh, dang. No, not Julie Newmar. Uh, her name was Eartha. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt from the Batman sixty six series. You're up, she, my, you're up my alley here. Uh, it 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 made me angry reading it. It made me very happy that I live here in twenty twenty. Why? What happened? Because Eartha Kitt was in the movie, and they said it was the first time they really portrayed Catwoman as an equal to Batman, mm -hmm. somebody who didn't take any nonsense from anybody in tights or bad guys or good guys. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of power, a lot of uh. A lot of presence on screen. And she was very intelligent. Very intelligent, very good. But they wouldn't let her be a love interest of Batman because she was black. That's, what? That's the 60s for you. You're going to change the whole character because, okay, all right, okay. So the most popular iterations of, of Catwoman that aren't Michelle Pfeiffer mm. are all African-American women. Mm -hmm. Halle Berry. I think that's the right way to go. Eartha Kitt. Let's go, Zoe Kravitz. At this point, I think it's true to the character. I think, okay, so I'm trying to remember. I I don't think it's Joker. I think it's Catwoman that has been the most cast DC uh, character on screen. Because there have been eight people to play it, and I don't think there have been eight Jokers. Hmm? There haven't been eight Jokers? Uh, in live action? Oh, no. There's I don't been think so. There's been, so we think about it right off the top of our head. Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, uh, Jared Leto. Um, Cesar Romero. The gentleman from the 60s. That's Cesar, Cesar Romero. Romero. Uh, who, who am I missing? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. That's, That's five. five. Catwoman has eight. I'll even give an honorable mention to Mark Hamill. Yeah, because it's almost like he's live. So when we talked about uh, Selena Kyle, the first one was Julie Newmar, right? Mm -hmm. And then she got a very bad back injury. And had to get out of that role and was taken over by Lee Merriweather. Which I don't believe was for very long. For I think. the first movie. It was just for the movie. That's what it was. And uh, I think she was supposed to do some episodes, but then Eartha Kitt took over. Eartha Kitt was great. Yeah. So now. And I want to go back and watch those shows. I'm now. excited to see it. I hope they do it justice. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sounds like. He's going to be trying to catch Catwoman and kind of having a back and forth with her. Mm -hmm. And then somebody more serious is going to stop up. And and maybe, hopefully, Catwoman is true to her character and is uh, kind of playing both sides. Yeah. Do you see a love interest situation going on here? Yeah. A serious love interest? Or yeah. Yeah. Playing both sides kind of situation? No, I think it's a serious love interest, which is, I think that's the only thing that's going to make her try to be good mm -hmm. is because she likes Batman. Mm -hmm. And... That's why they cast somebody like Zoe Kravitz, who's a lot younger in his age, apparently. Yeah. That's that's what I read in one of those crazy, you know, websites saying, Oh, well, 
we're going to cast Zoe Kravitz so she can be in line with uh, Robert Pattinson. So, I mean, I think it's going to be, well, I don't know what it's going to be. Haven't seen a trailer. Haven't seen a frame of it. We haven't seen anything. We've seen some pictures. Have yeah. you seen any of the pictures yet? I've seen pictures of Robert Pattinson. Uh, have you looking seen... like a new age samurai riding in on a black motorcycle? <laughs> That's the bat cycle. Have you seen the Batmobile? Yes. It I looks like, like it. a like just like a regular muscle car. I I think it's a m- kind of a mixture between uh the Dark Knight yeah. uh, Tumblr, mm-hmm. which and, I loved, and the animated series Long uh Batmobile. I just think it's like a more realistic take on that, and I they I think. Say... Because it has the big wings and it has the big swoops yeah. in the back and stuff. I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. They say it's going to be based very much in Americana, a mm-hmm. different stylized uh, Batman movie. And Pattinson says he wanted to be some in something that had, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not tenure, but it's a very storied role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's something that... Yeah, it's a big thing to say yeah. that you've played Batman. He's a part of history now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was a big draw to him to play this part. And he said specifically, this is something you haven't seen from Batman on screen yet. So that makes, that, means me ex- good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me excited. And it also makes me worried. Because you've never I seen have Batman seen cry. Riddler prepared. in skin tight onesie. Mm-hmm. I've seen bat nipples. I've seen Batman in Tibet fighting in prison, trying to fight his way out. I've seen... uh, Batman attacked by a shark. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen the cartoony looking one, which was, you know, the same as Bat Nipples and the same as, you know... That whole movie was silly to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've seen, I think, one of the best iterations in Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what I mean? I thought that was a great Batman, and that one was kind of grounded in reality a little bit, too, except for some of the stuff with Jack Nicholson. But still... Uh, I don't know what they could do that would be so drastically different. I think they're doing year one Batman, but not like they did in Dark Knight or uh, Batman Begins where he just kind of jumped right into the role. I think it's going to be a lot of struggling and a lot of figuring out how to do this. And I'm hoping because it's a younger Batman, it's a less brutal and more of a detective movie. Mm. That's what I would really like to see out of a Batman Mm. movie because we've never seen that before. It's been a lot of brooding and punching, which I love Batman for that, but actual detective work i don't think we've seen any of it and they've done a really good job with that in the video games so yeah. maybe we can tie that in a little bit and kind of see how he does like you're right how he works the back computer and how he runs dna and how he figures things out i think we saw a good amount of that in dark knight yeah we saw some good detective work we saw him pulling the slug out mm-hmm. of the wall we saw him using that computer the echolocation mm-hmm. Um, we saw him physically at crime scenes. I was going to say, we saw a lot of him using technology, like, oh, let me just put this thumbprint in the thing. Oh, there's this picture. That's his location. This is. Let's see him actually, like, digging around dark apartments looking for stuff, mm. digging around crime scenes. That's what I would like to see out of a Batman movie. And, and that was going to be my point, is we saw that, and then we got to Ben Affleck's Batman, who mm-hmm. was whooping wholesale ass mm-hmm. and shooting guns and getting a little crazy. <laughs> Speaking of guns... That's the last little tidbit I can think of to talk about for this movie is the bat symbol. Oh. Appears to be made out of two melted, maybe one melted pistol. I think it's a pistol, like kind of cut in half and butterflied. Yep. And there's a rumor that this is something, I don't remember which universe it's from, but that's the gun that was used to kill his parents. Yeah. So 
I think that would be really cool. And that's it's a what nice I hear. Extra it adds layer. a lot of depth, man, yeah. to that character. I've never seen that or heard of that. Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, I was like, that was a weird looking bat symbol. Mm-hmm. And then I read that very same rumor that it's the gun that killed Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah. And he's using that as his symbol of a, I'm not going to kill anybody. Constant reminder of what he's doing and why he's doing it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I think you uh, should go, if you haven't seen it yet, go on the Googs. You don't have the Google song. I'm sorry. That power can't just be given out to everyone. That would be crazy. Um, and you should go check it out because he looks the part, I think. He's got the jawline. He's got the dark and brooding down. He doesn't. He's not glittery like he was in Twilight. He's not covered in human crap like he was in Lighthouse. I'm just kidding. But um, Man, that movie is not what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Um. So the only I'm reading through my notes of what I took before I got here, and the only other thing I see on here is da, 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 da. obviously with everything going on right now with the coronavirus, uh, production has been put on hold. Yep. So the movie has been pushed back from July to October 2021, which you know what? I'd rather them not rush it. I'd rather them rather than really lay the groundwork for what could be a new Batman universe for us. Looking at you, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Take your time. We get it. We'd rather have. The greatest Batman movie ever than a uh, time-sensitive There is Batman vehicle that gets put out. There is one person we haven't talked about this entire time. Oh, gosh. The writer and director of this movie, uh-huh. Matt Reeves. Yes. Are you familiar with Matt I'm Reeves? I'm not. I'm not. Have you ever seen any of the Planet of the Apes, the new ones? Stop it. Those are my favorite movies. I love every frame of those movies you're believe- talking about the new one with andy circus mm-hmm. i love every I frame of it matt reeves did two and three. Oh, i don't think he did the first one i think he came in and did two and three uh. um after james franco left and those are fantastic movies i love those so the first one is genius yes. the first one is my favorite mm-hmm. one the two and three are great it's it's hard to judge those two yeah because so many things have drastically changed from planet of the apes one where Caesar's still a baby mm-hmm. to the last one where he's got a family and he's kind of the patriarch of the apes moving forward. But I loved uh, those movies and how they kind of change your perspective mm-hmm. on Planet of the Apes. And that's some of his most recent large scale works. So hmm. if that's what he's done, I'm on board for him taking over a Batman movie. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. Let's see what else Mr. Reeves has done, huh? Shall what we? What have you done, Mr. Reeves? Matt Reeves, the director, yeah, yeah. That one's for my buddy Rhino. He'll get that. Uh, let's <laughs> look at his career. Future Shock, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Paul Bearer, The Paul Bearer, The Yards, Cloverfield, Let oh, Me yeah. In, Let Me In, War of the Planet of the Apes, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And Cloverfield is another movie that I really enjoy, and I think it it has some great character development in a very short period of time. For those listening, that was in order of earliest to latest. Mm. So you are absolutely right. The last two movies, the last movie he directed mm-hmm. uh, and wrote was 2017, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Perfect. Hey, that's a great thing to, to, to be coming off of. That was not a great movie. bad. Yeah. So, I mean, while I am disappointed that Ben Affleck is not writing this movie and not starring in this movie, yeah, he had, you know, I think the pressure of the situation really got to him and 
not soon after all the fights and all the rewrites. I guess he rewrote like 40-something versions of the script yeah. to try and make it perfect, the perfect Batman movie, because he really felt the pressure of after Batman versus Superman, Justice League. He's like, you know what? I got to do Batman right. Yeah. And constant fighting and rewriting and uh, trying to get characters and not getting characters. It just drove him insane where he had to step down. He ended up going to rehab right afterwards. Wow. So let's hope that's not connected because no Batman movie is worth going to rehab for. It's also really tough with Joaquin Phoenix as Joker having just come in and Mm -hmm. knocked it out of the park Mm -hmm. with Joaquin Phoenix. There's no way, as much as you'd like to look at that movie and think uh, and not think of Batman while looking at that Mm -hmm. Joaquin Phoenix movie and not expecting this Batman to somehow tie into it, maybe. Although Joaquin Phoenix has said it's a Joker movie, it's not Batman, and maybe to, don't expect to see him again in that capacity. Wow. But then that's exactly the thing you'd want to say if you wanted to surprise the hell out of the, the audience. Well, I was thinking that too, because I would, if Robert Pattinson is a quality Batman, which I really hope he is, yeah, I would love to see the two of them face off because Joker was one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. So. This newest one with Joaquin. Yes. Nice. It's one It's one top five at least. Oh, it was just a hell of a movie, period. It's, it was a hell of a movie, and it was just, he did such a good job, like, just diving into the role and really taking everything on, but I was trying to think of the timeline because Bruce Wayne's eight to ten in that movie. Yeah. So, eight yeah, to got, ten You got a pretty old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you didn't have a 60-year-old. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. aged up. How you doing there, son? Joke's on you. I put the chattering teeth next to the Batmobile. That'll <laughs> scare him. <laughs> oh, my God. Joker just soiled his britches. <laughs> I will never attempt a voice on this podcast ever again. <laughs> you? Why not? You should. Because I'm sitting across from you. That's why. Oh, my God. Anyway, it would be a lot of fun to see that. A geriatric Joker. New hashtag geriatric Joker. Let's make it happen. Um, that's all I got. You got anything else? That's it. I'm just really excited for this movie. Me too. October 2021. It's going to be here. Last thing. Yes. Do at the end, we see an Ezra Miller or a Flash or somebody show up and set up a Flashpoint movie. Well, definitely not Ezra Miller oh, due to done? current events. Oh, that's right. He punched a woman. In oh, a that's store. right. <laughs> so, what a goon. It won't be him. <laughs> Good. I didn't like him anyway. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. But let's see a Flash something Flashpoint. Something, something. Let's make it all work. You know what I want to do to Flash? Mm. I'm going to play him out. All right, Flash. Ezra Miller, not Flash. I love you, Barry. But Ezra Miller. Don't punch people in public. Or especially women. Just because they want your autograph. Yeah, they're a little aggressive, but you ask for it. He's also standing in the snow in (laughs) flip-flops and jorts. I don't know. I don't care. That'll be it for the Alter Ego podcast. We hope you enjoyed the Batman episode. Please let us know what your thoughts are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can catch us on YouTube now as well. We tweet all these links all the time. You can find us. Communicate with us. What do you want to hear? Bye. I love you. I'm just letting it go because I love the music. Just let it go. Okay, we're getting silly now.
The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at Progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance. Or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. <laughs> I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Over the past year, I've helped thousands turn their lives around. And today, I'm going to tell you the one simple trick that will change everything. All you have to do is... And now a message from our sponsor. With Progressive, you can bundle your boat, RV, or other outdoor vehicle for great protection and even more savings. Progressive. And that's it. You'll have that for the rest of your lives. I'm so excited for you. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.